listening to Lighthearted, the official podcast of the United States Lighthouse Society. My name is Jeremy Dontremont. Welcome. With me today is my co-host, Michelle Jewell Shaw, award-winning volunteer of Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouses, photographer, teacher, and mom. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jeremy, and hello to all of our listeners. Today's episode of Lighthearted is part two of a two-part look at the U.S. Lighthouse Society's Passport Program. Michelle, please help me recap the basics of the Passport Program. Sure, Jeremy. The Lighthouse Passport Program gives Lighthouse fans an opportunity to help preserve lighthouses and also a way to keep a pictorial history of their lighthouse adventures. Lighthouse passports can be bought through the U.S. Lighthouse Society's website and at many participating locations. Each page in the passport has four panels, and when filled, a passport holds 60 stamps. Donations made by passport holders help generate funds for preservation projects. Collectors can also join the Passport Club, which gives them access to an electronic newsletter and other benefits. In last week's episode of Lighthearted, we spoke with Skip Sherwood, the director of the Passport Program, and with Scott Walbert, who is one of the volunteers who coordinates the program, and is also one of the top Lighthouse stamp collectors. I also want to mention Rich Gales of the U.S. Lighthouse Society staff, who has played a large role in keeping the Passport program going over the years. Today we're going to meet four more of the Hall of Fame Lighthouse Passport stamp collectors. Let's call them the Four Amigos. First is James Hill. James lives in Winter Park, Florida, and is deputy sheriff with the Seminole County Sheriff's Office. He's collected well over 1,000 stamps. You know, actually, I should say the three amigos and one amiga. (laughs) (laughs) One of them is a woman. I spoke with James Hill on the phone in February. Let's listen to that conversation now. I am on the phone with James Hill, who uh, lives in Florida and is one of the Hall of Fame U.S. Passport Society passport stamp collectors. James, I see you often on lighthouse cruises, especially the all-day cruises with Bar Harbor Whale Watch out of Bar Harbor, Maine in the summer. And I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. What got you hooked on lighthouses in the first place, anyway? Well, a friend of mine introduced me to my first lighthouse in 2010, and that was the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse here in Florida. And we climbed to the top of it and was just looking around, and I just found the history very fascinating. And then what really got me interested is when I went back into their gift store, the lady asked me if I would like a passport stamp. Now, I had no idea what a passport stamp was, and this was my first lighthouse, so I started getting very interested when I found out. She goes, well, these passport stamps are all over the state of Florida, as well as other parts of the country that have lighthouses. So I just started doing a little research, and my original plan was to start just seeing all the Florida lighthouses and collecting all the stamps. And then when 2011 rolled around, um, I found that I had been in 30 different states and about 24 trips and about three full passport books later, I was—I knew I'd kind of been hooked. <laughs> I could see how the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse would be one that would get you hooked in the first place. I was just there for the first time in May, and that is just a fantastic lighthouse. I think it's one of the most beautiful lighthouse towers I've ever seen. And they've done a very good job uh, keeping up the care of that lighthouse, and 
staff is great. It's got a great gift store and just the area around there. They've done a really nice job of keeping it up. I have to say I'm very impressed and very happy with the job that they have done. Do you have a, a total count of the lighthouses you've seen at this point? I have seen every lighthouse in the United States. And according to the United States Lighthouse Society, it's supposed to max out around 852. But it took me about six years, four months, and 19 days to complete that goal. And to my understanding, I guess there may be some additional lighthouses that may be added to the Society's website here in the near future. And if they are, I'll go and visit those, and maybe they'll have some stamps waiting for me, too. I don't know. Huh. And uh, uh, in terms of passport stamps, I haven't turned in any books, and that was back in 2000, the end of 2017. And currently, at last count, I have 1,315 passport stamps, which is about five short of 22 passport books. Wow. So the count's a little short, what they have on the website. But have you also seen some... That's my fault. I just haven't updated them. I, I just haven't gotten out there to update them. Ah, okay. I'll be doing that here in the near future. Have you seen some Canadian lights as well? Yes, actually. I took a trip in October and I visited Prince Edward Island and New Brunswick, and I was able to pick up a few of the uh, passport stamps they have there in Prince Edward Island. I want to say there's approximately about 10 of those, and they're mainly on the uh, east side of the island. And they're only available during the summer months, but I got there in time to uh, pick up a couple of them before they close for the season. I'll be going back to collect the rest of those next year. So what makes the Lighthouse Passport program so much fun for you? Uh, just getting out there, and uh, it's going to see different parts of the country I probably would have never seen if it weren't for the Lighthouses. And I've met a lot of fantastic people. I mean, in my opinion, Lighthouse people are some of the most the best people you can meet. I mean, they're a lot of fun and we all have the same interest and you get together and you start talking passport stamps. It just adds to it because everyone has a story to go with their visits. And, uh, you know, some friendly competition out there as well. And I'm, I'm kind of competitive by nature. So that's just another added bonus. But I really enjoy the history and going to these places. And you get to see a lot of neat stuff along the way too. It's not just lighthouses, but there's a lot of great stuff to see out there. What do you think is the greatest value of the passport program to the lighthouse world in general? I like the fact that people can contribute to the restoration and preservation of the lighthouses with the donations they give for each stamp that they acquire. I think that's very beneficial for everybody, all the parties involved. I have to give a lot of credit to the United States Lighthouse Society because when I first started about 10 years ago, there was maybe about I'll say maybe two or three hundred stamps out there in the field, and it was um, kind of difficult to find them because we have different docents come in throughout and volunteers throughout the uh, lighthouse season. Stamps would get lost, or they'd be misplaced, or they'd be put in another location. But a couple of years, I guess, uh, more and more stamps got out into the field, and they've enlisted a lot of volunteers to uh, help with establishing the locations and getting more stamps out in the field, and it's just been completely beneficial. Glad to see it really took off from about two to 300 stamps. I think they're getting close to about 1,000 now, if not over. 
Of all the lighthouse traveling you've done, and you've done, again, you're you're one of a very, very small number of people that's actually photographed every lighthouse in the U.S., and that, that is really, really impressive. Is there any particular lighthouse trip you've done, and whether it's, uh, you know, something you've done on your own, or a, a trip you've done with an organization, or whatever it may be, or a cruise you've done, anything at all that comes to mind that really stands out as a, as a favorite? Absolutely. That would have been June of 2015 when I got together with a small group of lighthouse friends. And for 10 days, we rented a yacht and traveled up and down Alaska's Inner Passage and got to see all the uh, the 10 main lighthouses in that area. After that, I flew up to Cordova and was able to get the three remaining lighthouses in Alaska. And that was definitely one of my most favorite trips. I got to see wildlife you know, just in their natural habitat, and we weren't pulling into uh, ports or anything like that. We'd actually pull into a cove at night and get to sleep under the stars, and it was just the sights, the sounds, the northern lights, the people. It was just a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and uh, that's always been my favorite trip. One of my fond- Some of my fondest memories are from Alaska. That does sound fantastic. What's your favorite lighthouse? <laughs> Uh, my favorite lighthouse is in California, and that is the Pigeon Point Lighthouse, which is about an hour south of San Francisco. Yeah. That is what I affectionately refer to as my Lady Lighthouse. <laughs> I got out of my car in February 2011, and it was just about sunset. And as soon as I got out of the car and I looked at her, and I just, that was it. I knew that was her. <laughs> I've gone back every year since then. I visit her. Every year, I will go out there and I will visit her and spend a day out there. Yeah, that sounds like a special relationship. So are you pleased to to know that a major restoration is uh, starting up there soon? Absolutely. I was just out there at the beginning of this year and um, looking at some of the things that they've got planned, and I was pleased to find out that they have actually opened up the base of the tower uh, to visitors, they can't climb, but at least they can look up inside. So to me, that's always been progress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm very glad to hear they're going to be doing some work on uh, on the lighthouse. She's yeah. beautiful, and I, I'd like to see her restored. Yeah, yeah. They're putting several million into it soon. Uh, I was extremely pleased to see that. So uh, I can understand your relationship with that lighthouse. It is a, a, a real beauty, that's for sure. So are you planning to do any of the Bar Harbor cruises this coming summer? I plan on being uh, one in July and August. Excellent. I'm going to do the Grand Slam and the Mid-Coast are my, in my plans right now, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you on those. Well, great. So looking forward to seeing you. And James Hill, I thank you very much for spending this time with me today, and I wish you lots of continued fun and success in all your lighthouse travels, and uh, congratulations on being one of the absolute top lighthouse passport stamp collectors. Thanks so much, James. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it, too. Our next guest is Sharon Mills. Sharon lives in Kittery, Maine, and has been a volunteer and chapter leadership committee member for Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouses. We record here in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and Sharon lives just a few miles away in Kittery, Maine, so I was able to sit down and talk with her about the Passport Program. Let's listen to my conversation with Sharon Mills now. 
I'm here with Sharon Mills, who uh, Sharon and I have known each other actually for quite a few years. It's nice to have you here, Sharon. Thanks for being with me this afternoon. Thank you. I enjoy being here, too. Uh, Sharon lives just across the river from uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, where we are here today. Sharon lives in Kittery, Maine, just on the other side of the Piscataqua River. Sharon has been a volunteer for Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouses, the American Lighthouse Foundation. And Sharon is also one of the top Hall of Fame passport stamp collectors, and that's mainly what we're going to talk about today. And Sharon has brought her binder, her Lighthouse Passport stamp binder uh, here today, and it's a pretty impressive collection. Uh, but Sharon, let me let me just start by asking you, how, you know, we've known each other for years, but how did you get interested in lighthouses in the first place? In the beginning, my husband went to Cape Cod and I decided to go with him and we visited all the lighthouses that we could see on Cape Cod. So that kind of piqued my interest. I live in Maine, so I'm just a few miles away from the Neville Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And then I started being more interested, getting information on lighthouses, visiting them. And I found out um, from a friend that there's a woman in the area named Connie Small who actually wrote a book about um, her lighthouse experience. She was a former keeper's wife, and she wrote about it. And I found out from another person that she was in a local nursing home. So I was able to visit her. We became friends. And from there, I got involved in the Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse and almost all vacations that we go on from now on have been to lighthouses and about lighthouses. Yeah. Connie Small was an amazing person, of she, course. She was. She was. Mutual friend of ours. And she, I think, I'm not sure if you just said it, she, she wrote the book when she was 85 years old. She uh, yes. lived to be 103. And when we had our very first open house at Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse in June 2001, she you brought her there, as I remember. And didn't you actually bring her I'm there that day? I'm not sure if it was that event, but I have brought her to a couple of events at the lighthouse. Yeah. But I remember she kind of held court in the uh, at the Coast Guard station and the the mess the uh, the cafeteria at the Coast Guard station that day and told stories for people who are, who came to our open house. Yes, she was uh, a very neat lady. Yes, she sure was. So again, you are one of the Hall of Fame passport stamp collectors with eighteen passports completed. Is that correct? Correct. And about how many lighthouses does that represent? The eighteen books. Um, uh, completed well 60 um passport stamps and our photos um per book right so it's a thousand one hundred something i think it is but sometimes uh lighthouses have more than one stamp so they there can do be repeats and some there, have but... four but they're not considered repeats they're the lighthouses themselves might be repeated yeah but the stamps are different yeah I know you've actually seen more lighthouses than you have stamps for, right? Uh, Correct. Do, do you have a, a number for how many lighthouses you've seen? Over 1,200. Wow. <laughs> and I haven't gone to the West Coast yet, so. Really? really? So, and that is that all North America? The um, Yes. Mostly uh, Canada and from the Canadian shore all the way down through Texas. We've seen all except just one or two. Mm-hmm. Lighthouses. Wow. What about at the islands, the Caribbean? Have you? Uh, no. 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 Just mm-hmm. the states and Canada. Yeah. Well, that's that's. Uh... And most of the ones out on the Great Lakes. Uh huh. Very very impressive. 
Again, back to the passport program. What makes the passport program fun for you personally? It's a way to collect fairly inexpensive souvenir of each lighthouse I visit. And I know that the donation I give for the passport stamp itself helps with the preservation and restoration of the lighthouses. So you're giving back while getting something to remember your visit and trip to. Some passport stamps are harder to get than others. I think maybe some of the harder ones are just the ones that are on cruises. They're not so much difficult to get, but you need to go on the cruise in order to get the passport stamps. And a lot of those lighthouses are more difficult to see um, if you don't go on a cruise or on some kind of boat. So those have been not so much difficult to get, but I enjoy getting more than one for the buck, so to speak. Right. And uh, one of the more special trips was out of Norfolk, where I met one of the regional volunteers from the U.S. Lighthouse Society. And uh, he and I have become friends, and he and his wife and I and my husband have actually gone on several other uh, lighthouse events since that time. Um, and they are also part of the higher group of um, over 660 passport stamps is the kind of the cutoff for the program right. at this point. Now, you, you touched on it as far as, uh, of course, donations when you get a passport stamp. When you visit a lighthouse and get a stamp, the, there is a donation that goes to the lighthouse organization at that lighthouse. But would you have any other comment about what the value is for lighthouse organizations to be part of the USLHS uh, passport program? Awareness of the different lighthouses, the history involved in all of the lighthouses. And once the people visit the lighthouses, um, each lighthouse usually has a pretty good museum or um, information there about the past keepers, who are very important also in remembering. And uh, so I, I think the awareness, and a lot of people aren't even aware that there are as many lighthouses as there are still standing, and the real history that they have behind them. So the passport stamps are a way of helping to generate interest and awareness in, oh, yes. in lighthouses for people. And yeah. for me, um, I had been starting to visit lighthouses when I uh, first got my passport in 2000, was the first passport I uh, bought. And by being in the program, it made even me aware of where some of the lighthouses were. I kind of have grown over the years and know where to look. And back then, there wasn't as much social media, and, and I couldn't just go on the computer and, and find stuff. So uh, it was a big help to me personally to know where lighthouses were, which ones were open, um, mm -hmm. and that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, you've been, as we mentioned, a volunteer for Lighthouses and a member of various organizations and clubs. You've done a lot of traveling and Lighthouse photography. What, for you, has been the most fun part of your interest in Lighthouses over the years? Hmm. <laughs> I think the traveling to the different parts of the country, seeing the, the, um, the way the country looks, and it's very interesting when I hear about a certain place now, I can picture it in my mind, and we visited that place because the lighthouses were there. That and just the history behind 
the lighthouses there are always stories that are associated with each lighthouse that makes it special to that particular place. Well, Sharon Mills, thank you so much for spending time with me today, and I wish you a continued fun and success in your lighthouse travels and your stamp collecting, and thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Next, we're going to talk with Al King. Al has lived in Florida and has been a volunteer for the Florida Lighthouse Association, and he now lives in Georgia. He's another one of the top lighthouse passport stamp collectors. I spoke on the phone with Al King in February. Let's listen to that conversation now. I am on the phone with Al King, who lives in Marietta, Georgia, and is one of the Hall of Fame U.S. Lighthouse Society Lighthouse Passport Stamp Collectors. Thanks so much for joining me today, Al. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. So, again, you are one of the top passport stamp collectors. For you personally, what do you really enjoy about the passport program? Uh, Well, first, thank you, Jeremy, for having me. One of the things, there's a couple things in general, but uh, one, first and foremost, we're collecting the stamps. A lot of folks are out there are doing different types of collectibles and things of that nature. The stamps are a nice uh, memento of a visit to a lighthouse, uh, whether it's one that, uh, you know, might be one that's been designed by uh, someone that's there or uh, someone that might might have one that's designed by the society. I would say the second part is just kind of the artwork they design themselves. Uh, Some of them have more of a focus on the history part, uh, some of the more uh, intricate that might be privately done, different uh, changes. Some of them have similar looks but some are really unique, and depending on which lighthouse you go to, you never really know what you're going to get to get a chance to get there and uh, ask for and acquire the stamp. I know you were a volunteer for a number of years uh, for the Florida Lighthouse Association. Uh, you used to live in Florida. You oversaw their grant program for a while, I believe. And, uh, of course, you've done a lot of traveling, obviously, to see lighthouses. Of all the lighthouse activities you've been involved with, what what's really been the most fun for you, would you say? Uh, I'd say several, but it, it, the most interesting part for me in general, as you're, I've been involved with several groups, just getting a chance to kind of meet uh, some of the members and share some of their enthusiasm, uh, some of their, some of their stories of kind of their, some of the frustrations and things that they do to try to, to work through, to try to, you know, pull together, whether it be uh, with, uh, with government agencies to get funding for lighthouses or just in general, just to kind of see everyone kind of pulling in the same, uh, similar direction, like a common theme. The experience uh, with the Florida Lighthouse Association, which I'm still a member, uh, I still attend the meetings, but uh, it's always positive to kind of see the organization where it was and where it is today and, and how it uh, continues to try to grow. And, uh, you know, its primary focus of helping uh, make sure that uh, the future for Florida Lighthouses is great. But I would say probably my time when I was in Florida uh, helping with the Florida Lighthouse Association would probably be um, probably the most gratifying. Back to the passport program, you've gotten how many stamps at this point? Well, well officially or unofficially? <laughs> uh, either or, or both, I guess. So officially, they've got me listed at 840, but uh, it's one of those where when you start getting a certain amount of books, 
you start meeting other collectors, the challenge is to get the stamps, but also to make sure that your that your books are in a condition that you know, kind of, as other collectors will kind of go through and look at it and go, oh well, they might not necessarily be, you know, you didn't get an imprint that looks so right, those kinds of things. So now the challenge is to try to take the remaining stamps I have that aren't in books and make sure that those are uh, submitted in uh, unique and creative ways. So I would say kind of unofficially, I'm probably closer to 1,000, and I'm working on some submittals that will be uh, taking place later this year. Okay. And are they all within North America, or are some of them overseas? Uh, the lion's share are in the States. There's a handful that uh, are in Canada, uh, some British Columbia, uh, and there was some, surprisingly, uh, quite a few in uh, Prince Edward Island. I uh, didn't realize until I had done a trip with another organization that uh, they actually have a similar set of stamps in English uh, and in French, uh, which is actually kind of interesting. Have you done uh, any of the U.S. Lighthouse Society tours to get, and have you gotten some stamps on those tours, or have you done, has, has it been pretty much traveling on your own for the most part? Uh, it's been a little bit of a mix. Uh, you've mentioned the society tours. One of the benefits of doing a society tour or society-based event is typically they do the blocking and tackling to try to get you not only close to the lighthouses, but uh, to get uh, access to the stamps. Uh, they also do a great job at encouraging sites that may either not have a stamp or may have a stamp that's on the verge of wearing out to try to get them to either replace it or as part of their visit, they'll actually donate a stamp to a site that may be you know, struggling to try to come up with the funds to do a replacement stamp. But it's been a little bit of a mix. Uh, a lot of your listeners have probably done a lot of Lighthouse Challenge events. Those are good uh, places to get a lot of stamps uh, because a lot of the lighthouses are open at that point. And also uh, Lighthouse Cruises, uh, which you would be familiar with as well, uh, you know, the ones in Bar Harbor, uh, they'll also uh, offer uh, stamps. Uh, there's small organizations that do boat cruises that offer stamps as well. So, But for me, it's been like a combination of all of those together. You mentioned British Columbia. I think you, you mentioned that you've actually served as a tour guide for a U.S. Lighthouse Society tour in British Columbia. That must have been a lot of fun. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I had done, at that point, I want to say five or six society tours and had gotten pretty familiar with uh, a lot of the other tour leaders that were there, and they had encouraged me to uh, to pursue doing a trip. And it was one of those where I wanted to make sure that uh, if I was going to do it, it was one where uh, it, there was like a combination of some that I had seen, but the majority that I had not seen. And the British Columbia opportunity had come up, and uh, it was uh, it was definitely well worth it, uh, rewarding experience. I want to say that was 20, uh, 2012. Um, but uh, it was fantastic. Uh, everything didn't go as planned, but that's the nice thing about the trips. You know, there's a, not a, there's a little bit of flexibility. We were able to see all of the lights, and uh, we also had a few, uh, you know, good fortune uh, uh, moving in our direction to be able to see some lights that uh, we uh, had planned but didn't officially put them on the list because we didn't want to jinx our chances of seeing them. I love British Columbia. I was there in 2015. I drove the, the whole West Coast from San Diego to a good part of British Columbia on my own. And I uh, loved especially the Victoria area. I thought it was just so, so beautiful. You uh, kind of touched on this a couple of minutes ago, but uh, are there some special stamps uh, offered on the society tours that people can't get otherwise? Sure. So if you're taking a society tour, 
obviously you'll have some lighthouses that already have an existing stamp. So if you're visiting a lighthouse, then you'll obviously have opportunity to get those stamps. But if there's instances of where you're on a boat trip during the tour and there's no stamp that's available, typically what will happen is society will offer some type of uh, tour-only stamp that you can get on the tour itself. And the design of those stamps are uniquely different than the ones that you would typically just with the ink and stamp pad or self-inking uh, stamp, that type of thing. And the designs get really intricate with those, uh, and they vary from tour to tour as well. So uh, just to kind of circle back when you were talking about the stamp books, just to give an example, last year I was able to turn in a tour stamp-only passport book that had all the different types of stamps from society-based tours. So it is possible, uh, depending on the tours that you get, to get uh, to fill up a passport book with that. Do you have any stories about stamps that were especially hard to get, where you really had to work hard to get a particular stamp? There's two in particular. I'll be brief, but I would say the most recent one would have been uh, in 2018. I had a chance to finally get out to Seguin Island, ah. you know, Friends of Seguin's support group. Uh, beautiful. I'd seen uh, tons of pictures, a wonderful Fresnel lens. But the issue that I have, uh, being from the southeast, is each time I would travel up to Maine, you're kind of at the mercy of Mother Nature as to whether or not you're going to be able to get out there or not get out there. And I had tried four different times to try to get out there, had even visited the Friends of Seguin office uh, on the mainland, uh, trying to either get information about the stamp or information about the best times to try to get out there weather-wise. And finally, in uh, 2018... Uh, had a chance to get up there. Weather was bad the prior day, but the day of it was it was fantastic. Uh, had a chance to finally get out to the island and not only get the stamp, but they actually had a different, uh, it's like a Friends of Seguin, it was like a crimp, like a paper crimp, and it would actually have their little insignia and your date of your visit in addition to the stamp, which I thought was kind of neat, but it was definitely well worth the wait. And then the one that I would say second would be uh, Watch Hill, in Rhode Island, that one was a little on the tricky side. That one took, I had seen it uh, from a boat and had seen it from the road, and I heard about the uh, the Watch Hill Lightkeepers Association, and I guess they've got, uh, because of volunteers, they're only open during summer months. And so, you know, again, being from the southeast, trying to time to visit made things a little bit of a challenge. And I had seen it and then put in a request via mail with a self-addressed stamp envelope to get the stamp and hadn't heard anything back and waited a few months and actually ended up what had forgotten about it and a year later i get a phone call from one of the volunteers that had said that they you know for whatever reason had misplaced the envelope but they had located it and that they saw my contact information and wanted to know you know when i'd be available to come up and uh, you know visit the lighthouse and once I did, I was finally able to get the stamp and had a chance to meet uh, some of the docents that were there. But uh, that one was probably a case of where I hadn't completely forgotten about it, but that had taken like over a year to get the stamp, and that was definitely well worth the wait. Uh, I have one more question for you. In general, what do you think is the greatest value of the uh, the Lighthouse Passport Program to the, the Lighthouse world at large? Well, that's an excellent question. In, as a collector, there's... There's a value, but to lighthouse organizations in general, it's a good tool to help create awareness. So in a lot of ways, lighthouses uh, struggle to try to find audiences in different age groups. 
And in a lot of instances, you might have a person that may be visiting a lighthouse for the history part of it, but you may not necessarily, some of the younger generation may be just coming to see the lighthouse for, for different reasons altogether, maybe to get a nice photograph and things of that nature. Having a stamp helps the lighthouse from an awareness standpoint. Typically, you'll have someone that's coming in that may either, if they have a chance to visit the lighthouse, may be coming to get the stamp and may make it part of their itinerary. Or you might have an instance where someone, you know, maybe they're physically unable to or they don't have the funds to do uh, travel. They may send a self-addressed stamp envelope to reach out to the group. And in some instances, that may lead to uh, someone doing volunteer, someone planning a trip to go out to the area or spending time in the area, all because the lighthouse organization uh, either had a stamp or created a stamp on their own. And some lighthouses may have even a sticker that they use as a stamp. But my point is is that you know those are things that can help uh, draw interest to people that typically may not uh, be uh, think of making those type of stops in those areas. Very well said, and I agree with all of those points, definitely. Well, Al King, thank you so much for spending this time with me today, and congratulations on being one of the Hall of Fame Passport Stamp Collectors, and I wish you uh, continued fun and success in all that you do in the, the lighthouse world. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jeremy, and hope to see you uh, this next lighthouse season. We're going to talk to one more of the top passport stamp collectors today, John McFarland of Pennsylvania, a retired educator who's best known as Mac. I've known Mac for many years. I know him as someone who thinks nothing of driving overnight from his home in Pennsylvania to come to a cruise or event in New England. I had the opportunity to speak with Mac about the passport program in late February. Let's listen to that conversation now. I am speaking with John McFarland, who is better known as Mac to his many friends in the lighthouse world. Mac lives in Pennsylvania and is one of the Hall of Fame U.S. Lighthouse Society passport stamp collectors. In fact, Mac is the number one collector, with, according to the U.S. Lighthouse Society website, with 20 passport books completed. I've seen Mac many times uh, over the years on cruises and at lighthouse events. We see each other all the time, and it's great to talk to you, Mac. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Jeremy. And you are a retired educator, is that right, Mac? And maybe you could just tell us uh, a little bit about what you did in your career. Uh, that's correct. I have about 30 years in education. I, I started with seven years on the faculty up at the Pocono Environmental Education Center in uh, Stingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania, up in the uh, Delaware Water Gap National Recreation Area and then spent three years as the academic director at the Wallops Island Marine Science Consortium in Wallops Island, Virginia, before uh, a 20-year career in the classroom at Upper Darby High School outside of Philadelphia, teaching basically biology and environmental science. And I know you've been into lighthouses for a long time, but uh, I'm not sure what got you interested in the first place. What did get you hooked on lighthouses? Well, everybody laughs because I said I got involved with lighthouses because I ran out of birds. I had started bird watching in 1981, and by 1999, I had basically seen every bird in the continental United States except for a handful, and was looking for something else to do, being a left brain engineer that needs to continue to list things, list things, list things. Um, and I happened to be at uh, 
down at Cape May, New Jersey, and at a, a bird watch, and there was a lighthouse. And that started it all. So Cape May, it was the, the big one that got you, got you started. So I, according, again, according to the U.S. Lighthouse Society uh, website, you've completed over 20 passport. Well, you've completed 20 passport books. So it's probably more than that at this point, I would guess. But do you know uh, how? Well, go, go ahead if you want to comment on uh, that. Uh, well, just, just slightly over 20. I uh, just got some more stamps in recently, and I'm now up to uh, 1,218 stamps, which okay. is a little over 20 books. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that you said in, in your introduction that I'd like to correct a little bit is I'm probably actually number two, not number one. Uh, James Hill has to take credit for being number one. He's got a few more than I do, and then I'm just a little bit ahead of Al King. So the three of us, we consider hmm. ourselves the three amigos. <laughs> uh, it's a yeah, was, friendly competition, I'd say, right? Yeah, I was just with uh, James down in Florida for uh, a, a night. We got together and compared our stamp collections. We try and do that once a year, Al and myself and him, just to make sure that uh, one of us hasn't found something the other people haven't seen. We always try and update each other. So it, it is a friendly competition, but it's not cutthroat. Yeah. Do you know how many lighthouses you've seen in all? Do you have a count for that? Well, myself, uh, my goal was to see all the lighthouses in the continental United States. So I have seen all 781 of them. And then on top of that, uh, along with James and some other people, Hillary Siri, and we did a trip to uh, Hawaii and saw all 43 of those. And then I saw I was on a lighthouse cruise with Harbor Lights up to Alaska and saw four there. So that gives me a U.S. list of 828. And then I have about 182, I guess, in Canada, uh, basically Ontario, through the Great Lakes Lighthouse Keepers Association trips, and that that puts me a little over a thousand. Okay, have you done any U.S. Lighthouse Society tours uh, on this continent? Yeah, uh, I've done five of them. The first one, actually, Al King and I went to Puget Sound back in 2010 for uh, uh, August of 2010 for a trip with the Lighthouse Society, and did four more after that. So I've done five of the domestic trips. Uh, uh, down in Texas, we did one, and we did one in California, and one uh, along the Gulf, or yeah, the Gulf Coast of uh, Florida, Alabama, that area. So, had good experiences with them, you know, very good experience. Been very lucky. Had Skip Sherwood and Mary Sher Mary Lee Sherwood as uh, trip leaders on all five trips, and they were wonderful. So, a little biased there. Yeah, oh, they are great. I did the England and Scotland tour with them a couple of years ago, and of course, they also run the passport program as well. What do you personally like most about the Lighthouse Passport Program? Well, I think there's there are several things that come to mind. Uh, first off, from the standpoint of the lighthouses themselves and the associations that are involved with them, it 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 has added interest in people going to those particular lights because they have a stamp. And on top of that, what it does is it brings in a little bit of income. Now, the, the donations that we give for our passport stamps really aren't going to, you know, help repaint the lighthouse or anything. But having worked in nonprofits before, uh, you can get money, you can get grants, you can get things like that to do repairs and structural stuff. But nobody gives you money for paper clips and, and reams of paper and ink for your toner and, you know, for your uh, computer and stuff. 
And the, the few little dollars that come in as a result of that, that, that can help some defray of those costs. Uh, and I know in my own personal experience, I, I always get two copies of the stamp, one for myself uh, to go into the um, uh, passport book and another one for myself to put in my archives in case I lose the passport books, I have something to fall back on. So I'll normally give $5 for, for the two stamps when I visit a light over and above whatever the admission fee is. Well, I've seen 1200 so that's $6,000 that I've donated to Lighthouse Preservation, not directly to the structural stuff, but to the, the, the stuff that has to happen behind the scenes in the office. So that's a big part for me. Uh, the, the next thing would be is we have really, I think, helped out through this program increase the opportunities for people through boat companies that now will sponsor a stamp and also sponsor trips, like the Bar Harbor Whale Watch people and uh, the people across Sound Ferry and uh, the, the guys down at Cape May, the whale watchers down there. Those boat trips, were they were not in existence when I first started looking for lighthouses and trying to get out to them. So they've really made it great for people. Uh, and the benefit for them, once again, is they, they have the stamp and that draws people to them. But the neatest thing for me as an educator is to see now, as I go from lighthouse to lighthouse, young people there with their passport books, uh, looking to get you know through their first to get their first patch for their first full year book or their second book or whatever, because you're you're only as strong as your newest members when it comes to organizations, and to have the young people out there starting to do that, that means that they're building up a history that when they get older, might they might come back and be docents or might be part of a committee or do fundraisers. And uh, for them, I think it's cool because it's, it's computer oriented. Everything's on a computer so they can go on there. They can log in their stuff. They can see what things they need. They can, they can actually look me up and see what I have and what I don't have. And they're very much more computer oriented than myself. So I get a kick out of seeing them coming to the challenges in New Jersey and Maryland, and they've got their books and they're running around trying to get their stamps. Mm-hmm. That was kind of long-winded, but that uh-huh. no, that's great. That's, those are, that's yeah. what I like most. <laughs> yeah, those are all good aspects of the program. And uh, so you've been all over this this continent, and you've been to Hawaii too. I'm just wondering if all the lighthouse traveling you've done is there a particular trip that really stands out in your mind as a favorite? Um, I think the one that uh, we did to Hawaii was really really pretty neat. It was kind of unique in that uh, we, to accomplish all 43 of the lights, because some of them are what people would consider minor lights, so in a big trip, a, a larger organization wouldn't put it on, put those on, uh, but we did. Hillary Seary and Dareth Bennett put together a great trip, and uh, we it took us three helicopter flights and five rental cars and an eight-day trip on the Princess Cruise Line, to get from island to island, but we managed to see all 43 of the lights. And I don't know anybody else that's really been able to accomplish that in one trip. So that's kind of unique. That must have been amazing. It was, it was my last state. I needed it for state number 50, and I needed the, the Capitol building for Capitol building number 50, and uh, got to do both of them uh, with uh, James Hill. And uh, we had a good time the day we ran around to see the Capitol building and the uh, Battleship Arizona and stuff. So there's a lot to see out there besides just the lighthouses. I'm sure. You and I have talked a lot over the years, but I've never had the chance to ask you this question. What's your favorite lighthouse? Well, my standard answer everybody is when they ask me that is the next one that I'll see. (laughs) 
that is the absolute perfect answer, and I might steal it from you and start using it from now on because I think it's I think it's so true. I think it's uh, it applies to anybody who loves lighthouses. So Mac McFarland, John McFarland, thank you so much for talking to me today, and I wish you all the uh, best in your lighthouse travels. And I know you've got many many more years of lighthouse travels ahead of you. And congratulations on being one of the, the top Hall of Fame passport stamp collectors. Uh, it's uh, pretty amazing what you've been able to, to do uh, all these years. So thank you so much, Mac. I really appreciate it. All right, Jeremy, thank you. And you've given us uh, out here a lot of inspiration through the books that you've, uh, you've written that we've all, all read. And uh, the trips that you've, you've, you've run on your own or through when you were with the Portsmouth Group or now with ALF and flying Santa with Brian. So uh, uh, I'm sure we'll see each other down along the, the line again, somewhere out on a boat, bobbing around, hoping for good waves. <laughs> I have no doubt. Thank you so much. All righty, bye. That about wraps up this episode of Lighthearted, but we'll be talking with more of the top Lighthouse Passport stamp collectors in the future. Again, to find out all about the Passport program, just go to the front page of the U.S. Lighthouse Society website at uslhs.org and look for the link to the Passport Program right on the front page. Many thanks to all the volunteers who help run the Lighthouse Passport Program and all of the other volunteers, staff, and members of the U.S. Lighthouse Society. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a donation or becoming a member of the Society. And thank you to everyone, everywhere, who works for the preservation of lighthouses, lightships, or any kind of maritime history. We're all on the same team. As always, thanks for listening and keep, keep a good, a good light. light. I think we need to do that one again. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening and keep, keep a, a good, good light. light. I'm gonna let it shine all in my house. I'm gonna let it shine all in my house. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine